everybody out there, welcome back to Cork Stats here on the Mayo Media Network on YouTube with your host, John Legaze. And this show is presented to you by Jock Market, the best daily fantasy app anywhere where Wall Street meets Main Street meets 161st Street. If you've been keeping up with us, it's been hard to hear what's going on over the cash registers dinging every single day. We've been making money in the Jock Market. You got to sign up with the code MMN. They're going to match you up free for the first 100 bucks, And if it's free, it's for me. We're going to lay out who to get with in the jock market the first day. If you're unfamiliar, it's really, really easy. I actually just had a conversation with a very good friend of mine just yesterday. He was talking about how he liked the app, thought the game was really cool, but he thought maybe I could try and simplify it a bit more, and that's what I've been doing, really trying to make this stuff digestible for you. Here we go. As simple as it goes, yesterday it was buy shares of Daniel Vogelbach. But I also know not everyone's in jock market. Some people are just betting. Not everyone has access anywhere. And I really want this show to be ubiquitous. The non-miss, you know, can't miss 20-minute show for baseball every single day. Keeping you up to date on everything in the league. And keeping you paid because that's what it's all about. If you're going to pay attention like this, you follow along with me. We're pointing out the inefficiencies. I had Daniel Vogelbach as one of those. Yeah, about some receipts. I know we have some audio-only listeners, but I've got some receipts up here from some listeners out there you know I see you out there and I love you thanks for listening thanks for following and I appreciate man that's what we're here for up top you got the jock market play this listener was so excited first day in the jock market again I was just trying to simplify give you a couple good splits who to run with because I found that my home run tracker that I run the MLB moving averages home run tracker had a crazy amount of overlap with jock market plays so I'm just combining the two my home run calls or jock market plays we had Daniel Vogelbach as a home run call a listener signed up to jock market got his money matched up for free bought 17 shares of Daniel Vogelbach at one dollar and two cents a piece he finished as the best player on the board I think he gave back $25. Oh my goodness, 24 times return just on Daniel Vogelbach. And now on the bottom, you see a betting slip for Vogelbach to go yard. That was plus 700, and that was a cash ticket as well. But I just really wanted to highlight this because it gives you an idea of the upside in jock market. You could have had Daniel Vogelbach in every one of your DFS lineups and still lost. If you had him in jock market, it was pretty hard to lose because he returned so much. And again, if you're just in the betting markets, we got you a ding-dong there as well. Myself, I've been doing very well in jock market. I don't mean to say as always, but kind of as always. The game is so great. It's all about being sharp. There are no jackpots. So the fact I turned the $23 into $3,500 is because we're making money every single day. There is no big millie maker. You have to get out there and earn, and it's about identifying value. Values. That was Daniel Vogelbach yesterday. I've got some more goodies for you today. We're going to focus on the late slate. I think there's a couple in the afternoon, but by the time everyone gets this to show on the vine, I really want it to be actionable. Let's focus on the 13 games later on. The best place to look for home runs are pitchers that have a problem surrendering them. We're going with Kansas City righties against Tariq Skubal. I do like Skubal and the swing and miss, but we're strictly talking about home runs here, which pay the bills. Man, we got some lefty killers on those Royals, Salvador Perez and Hunter Dozier. And again, I don't want to just leave you hanging. So any name that we mention is viable as a home run call. When it comes to jock market, because the pricing is dynamic, it's not static, which is also another big advantage over DFS. 
Salvador Perez, we got to put limits on, right? So he may get chased up to $10, $12, where again, he'd have to be the best player in a 100-player field to return the $25 top return. So we want to have limits, like I said, put a restrictor plate on that bad boy. So big names, we want to limit them. Let's say $7, $7.50, okay? Mediocre players, probably around 5 bucks. Bad players, $3.50 or below. And you don't pay the bid price. You pay the finish price. Meaning, you know, Vogelbach, anyone that bid $2 on him yesterday, the closing price was $1.02. So you get all that extra back. So it's okay to bid a little bit up to make sure that you get the shares you want. So we're looking at... We're looking at the lefty killers on the Royals. Chalk up Salvi up to 7 bucks. Look for Hunter Dozier. He's probably going to be going off cheap. He had a triple yesterday, and he does run streaky. We've got Yankees in Baltimore. Jordan Lyles. I know they move the fence, but I'm really not that worried. Have you seen Giancarlo Stanton hit home run? Unless you're moving that wall to Tuscaloosa, it's really not going to matter. Look at Stanton and Judge, but we know they're going to be very expensive, both in the home run market and in the jock market. I'm looking at Glaber Torres. We know he loves to hit in Baltimore and Kyle Higishioka, the catcher, should be in there today. Both have a chance to go yard off Lyle. Sorry about the little hiccup there. So we've got Houston righties next up, up against Marco Gonzalez. Last two seasons, he'd had a problem with the long ball. We're going to be looking at Alex Bregman. He's a perfect example of a player we love in jock market. He's an MVP caliber player won an MVP he's a former MVP that kind of has been forgotten I don't know if it's the cheating scandal I get all that but he is not the type of player that goes for 8, 9, 10, 12 bucks in the jock market you're going to get him generally around 4 or 5 we want to leap on him we're looking at Yuri Gurriel and Jose Altuve as well Altuve do not look to pay up for Gurriel is a player we could get cheap he is one of those guys that could have a plus 8 or 900 next to his name in the home run market next Vlad Gutierrez for the Reds has had trouble against lefties. We're going to look at Dodger lefties. Max Muncy, and I can't believe I'm recommending it, but Cody Bellinger as well. Again, home runs come in bunches. Home runs are not the kind of thing we're looking for a player that's due. We want to get in the middle of it. In fact, we're like, wait for a home run, and that pushes a player to the front of the line. It's Home runs are the one thing we want recency bias with. It means the timing is there, the player is healthy. If they got lucky and walked into one, then so be it. We're not going to continually chase it. Remember, the ML. BMA Algo is highlighting all the most ideal splits for us. I think I had one more. We got Eric Fetty for the Nats going up against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh starting to rock and roll. You're going to be seeing them on the Algo slip all season because I love underdogs. People do not like the Pirates. They're not buying it, but I've been making money already this season. If you've been following along on the A's and the Pirates, that's how you do it. I went up against the Pirates yesterday. We'll get back into that in a little bit. So there's your jock market and your home run calls. The Casey righties, Yankee righties, Astro righties, Dodger lefties, and everyone on Pittsburgh that hits fly balls. Fetty is really, you know, he is uh, non-discriminate where he gives up homers. So that should be enough to get into the jock market tonight. Just get those couple names. Don't chase them. And if they're not in the lineup, that's why I like to point out the handedness splits, especially if you're on the desktop with jock market. Make sure you download that app for free. Code is MMN. Get the 100 bucks if you get on the desktop. You could type in a team name into the player bar, and the entire team comes up. You highlight that bad boy. It is awesome. You can mark them all up, and then just highlight the guys you want. And as the speed picks up, Jock Market's really a lot of fun those last couple of minutes. Get in it. We're going to get paid. You know where to send the green screens and the screenshots to MLB Moving Averages 
on the Twitter machine. Okay, let's move it on next. The second pillar of profit here at the Mayo Media Network is fantasy baseball. You know, it's near and dear to my heart. A lot of times I do push daily embedding to the front because it's so immediate. And in fantasy, I think we want to exercise some patience, but we always want to be staying sharp. That is like super important in fantasy baseball. And even for somebody like myself who works on baseball all the time, it is easy to lose sight of what's going on with individual players when we're following betting all the time. So stay here. Core Stats, Mayo Media Net, we're going to get you everything every single day. You're already ready with the jock market. We want to do something a little different for fantasy. I don't want to be thought of as somebody that just kind of goes through the motions. So I built a little starting pitcher weekend matrix. I guess hit us up. I'll post it on Twitter. This is what we do. We're here for you. All the tools. We'll get into the rest of that a little bit later on. Let's do the weekend matrix. Right, Everybody plays all weekend. I'm not really playing the matchup game in fantasy just yet. If I have stars, it's only a week old. I'm probably playing them. You know, let's say you got big boppers, guys like Dalback, who you think might sit a game, let's say. I'm running them out there anyway. What are the chances that I have a much better replacement? In that case, kudos to you for having that strong of a draft. I know in 15-team leagues, it can be very difficult. So let's dive into the matchup board here. We've got... Orioles at home against the Yankees, Jordan Lyles against Montgomery, Wells to Tyon, Zimmerman, and Cortez. So this one could be a little bit closer than we think. I know people like Lyles. I think the Yankees are going to have the edge in the first two. Keep an eye on that third game. I do like Bruce Zimmerman. So that's a game we might like the Orioles on the F5. Just be careful. Look at a dog pile on the underdogs. Boston Red Sox at home against Minnesota. Minnesota's got Pavetta. Um... Minnesota has, I'm sorry, Joe Ryan, Sonny Gray, and Bailey Ober. Very strong threesome right there. Be careful with the Red Sox. We've got Pavetta, Hauk, and Waka. Don't be surprised if the Red Sox drop two of three. They're also going to be liking Minnesota as an underdog on the F5s. I really like Joe Ryan and Bailey Ober if the price is in our favor. Chicago. White Sox have the Tampa Bay Rays. White Sox are at home. That's the team, the home team. White Sox are at home. They have the Rays. They'll be throwing Cease, Kopech, and Vinny V up against Rasmussen, Corey Kluber, and to be determined. First two games going to be really, really good. You got to like the White Sox over the Rays, but you know the Rays are coming to play. The White Sox offense looking really good, even though they've lost Eloy. I'm expecting them to be favorites. I'll probably end up leaving that one alone. Interested to see if Kluber is the... Favorite over Kopech, I could see getting with that one, though the public really does love the White Sox right now. Cleveland Guardians have the San Francisco Giants. It's Plesak, Quantrill, and Savale at home against Radon, Tony Disco, and Alex Wood. Every time I lay out the Giants, I'm always really surprised. It makes me think back to those preseason lines. The Giants expected to shave 22 wins off the total, yes, 107 was a bit lofty last year, but I just thought 85 was a bit low. The Guardians are hot out of the gate, but are they going to be favored in any of these games? Maybe we like Quantrill up against Disco. That might be the underdog. Those are always the games I'm going to be looking to highlight, sending you into the weekend. Anybody can eat chalk. No thank you. Um starting to scratch just thinking about juice Colorado is at home those games are in the altitude here's a little bit of professional advice when it comes to approaching games in cores write down all of your analysis everybody go get a pen and paper 
Write down all your analysis. Run on the top. Write down. Write your analysis. Very important next step. Please, please focus on this next step. Take that piece of paper, crumble it up, and throw it in the trash. Okay? Do not do any sort of analysis on games and cores. You bet the over or you don't bet at all. Do not look for pitching analysis or anything like splits regardless. This pertains to the first leg when it comes to jock market. Queue up everybody in every game, and if any of them are ever going below $3.50 in the jock market, you play them automatically. It's an automatic play, no matter what. There's a bit of advice. Don't waste your time doing analysis in cores, but it's Marquez, Sensatella, and Gomber going up against the Cubbies. Stroh, Smiley, to be determined, sandwich in the middle. But again, don't really care. I'm not betting on those games. I don't advise that you bet on those games. It's really a waste of money. If you're into the overs, I think that's fine. But other than that, thanks. But no thanks. Royals are at home against Los Tigres from Detroit Rock City, 8 Mile. Kansas City has Brad Keller, Boobich, Carlos Hernandez. I'm looking to see if Hernandez bounced back. I really liked him coming into the season. Boobich, I believe, really got touched. Gotta have to like Detroit in this series. Who's got Scooble, Manning, and Tyler Alexander. See if Scooble comes back to earth. The home run issues are there. We mentioned that. I think even if he's good, I still think there's a home run or two in the game tonight. Salvador Perez, hopefully. All right, next up, it's the Trolley Dodgers from L.A. Hollywood, always up to no good. Facing the Red Legs from Cincinnati. The Dodgers got Gonsolin, Julio Arias, and Andrew Haney, who really surprised me last time out. Uh, I got to see if I'm going to gather up the Huevos to go up against him. Again, against Vlad Gutt, Hunter Green, Tyler Molly. I really like that last matchup. Going to be looking for Molly in the F5 on Sunday. I'll tell you now, Miami Marlins have Lopez, Rodgers, Eliezer Hernandez looking to bounce back against the Phillies at Eflin, Ranger Suarez, and Zach Wheeler. Man, when you look at these Phillies on paper, they are really tough. Eflin looked good. I think Suarez will be back. He kind of got singled to death. His spring training was a little messed up. I'm not trying to make excuses for him because you know I was pumping him in the offseason, but it wasn't like he got knocked around and destroyed. The swinging striker, it was there. Something we covered on the Wednesday episode. We'll be doing advanced statistical leaderboard. Next up, we got Milwaukee as at home against St. Louis, Peralta, Hauser, and Ashby against Michaelis, Matt, and Hudson. I do not really like these Cardinals. The offense is starting to roll. It's been keeping them afloat, but I'm not a big fan. I've got to giddy up a bit, but I really think this is good information because I won't see it for a couple days. The Mets are at home against Arizona. It's Bassett, Carrasco, TBD against Zach Davis, Zach Gallon, and TBD. Look for us to be betting on the F5 Gallon on Saturday if he's a Dog, expect the Mets to destroy them tonight with the Bassett Hound. Woo! The Hounds are barking. You know I love the Bassett crew, man. Pittsburgh Pirates at home against Washington. They socked us yesterday. It's Keller, Bryce Wilson, and Quintana against Fetty. Josh Rogers, Patrick Corbin. I'll be watching Patrick Corbin pretty closely. San Diego Padres up against the Braves. Padres are home. Mackenzie Gore gets to start tonight. Nick Martinez and Hugh Darvish looking to bounce back against Kyle Wright, Ian Anderson, and Elder. I think Gore is a favorite tonight against Kyle Wright. I think we'll be on that. We'll get to betting in just a second if I can hurry up. Seattle Mariners at home against Houston. Marco Gonzalez, Flexen, and Brash. The whole world's watching that one against Odorizzi, JV, and Urquidy. Got to expect Houston to be a favorite heavily against them all. Going to be curious to see the price against Brash. Two more matchups here. Texas Rangers at home against the Alos. It's Bush, Hearn, and Perez against Detmers. Syndergaard and Suarez. 
Angels, rotation looking really strong. Detmers and Syndergaard. In particular, I do like Taylor Hearn on the Angels. Don't know if I'm going to be able to go up against Thor when he's looking sharp. Final matchup, it's the Bluebirds from north of the border facing those elephants. Balancing on beach balls, Oakland Athletics. It's tripling Ryu and Manoa against Dalton Jeffries, Paul Blackburn, and Adam Oliver. The underdog pick here would be tonight. Dalton Jeffries against Ross Stripling. Not sure if I've got the C.O. Jones to go up on that one. Let's finish up strong, everyone, and take a look at the betting board of tonight. Um, I've been making a shift away from like the best bet and towards a bit of this, like a little bit of board reading. You know, you can get at me at MLB Moving AVG, MLB Moving AVG on the Blueberry Twitter machine any time of day, any day of the week with any types of questions as we fill it in, as lineups coming out or pitching changes may happen. So that's why I don't really like the one bet because if that data is spoiled, all you know, the listeners out there are kind of left empty-handed, and I really want to be leaving you with the tools that will help you get out there and get the job done. Okay, right off the bat, if you're buying the Mitch Keller hype in Pittsburgh and that offense starting to roll, Mitch Keller, even money against Eric Fetty. Gotta like that at home. Zach Eflin, even money with the Philly offense against Pablo Lopez and the Marlins. I think they're going to be looking to get back and Lopez has been really sharp, and I guess he'll be really good for five innings. I've had trouble backing the Marlins offense. Yankees juiced up out of control. Thanks, but no thanks. I mentioned Oakland getting a beautiful plus 170, but going up against the Blue Jays is a known gauntlet. I think there's probably a tip here. There is nothing wrong with betting underdogs. It's how I've made the majority of my money in the game. However, what I have found, especially when you're going up against these true kind of juggernaut teams, just you know, fine-tune the risk, lower the risk. If you're going to get double your money back, let's say you generally bet a quarter unit, right? And people say, a quarter unit? If you follow my work, you're getting very familiar to this. This is why I succeed. And even after a night like yesterday where I lost, it doesn't matter because risk is so stringently determined. For me, one unit equals 1%. I only risk 2% on any given night. Last night, we only risked 1%. And then you work backwards. So if you know you have a, a unit to risk and four plays to risk them on around even money, there's a quarter of a unit. And if I could define that, that's $25 per every $1,000 in your stack. I'm tired of these nebulous units where a unit is uh, 25 bucks or a unit is 100 bucks. Well, guess what? That 100 bucks means something different to you and I. And I'm not saying that it means more or less. I don't know your situation. And that's the point. Do not get behind handicappers that do not define their own risk. If you have a handicapper that bets 8 or 10 or 12 units on a given day, ask yourself what that unit means. What is the maximum allotted risk? And what is precisely the road to ruin? And that is what separates me, you, the Cork Stats crew, from the rest of the ninnies out there getting mopped up in the baseball market, always tweeting emojis when they have a good week, and then kind of slithering away into the quiet when they don't. While we wear our L's proudly, I have tons of them. It's kind of inherent in the game, but it's because we're so good at the balance. Let's get back on the board, get a couple more names for you here. Bit of a shock that Carlos Rodon is only a minus 150. I'm scratching because of the juice, but that probably does belong somewhere in a parlay. Freddie Peralta at minus 160 against the Cardinals. Also probably a bit of a mismatch there. I mentioned Tariq Skubal. He's a straight-up underdog. I think we'll be hitting that as a straight-up F5. Give me the Tigers a plus 110 on the F5. And if we get a decent price on the F5 
run line, right? That's that free half run. If you're unfamiliar, I know we've been throwing a lot at you, but it's all the stuff that matters. Avoid the emotional roller coasters of nine inning games. Get in and out in five innings, even if it means losing, but you get your money back on a push on the money line. What's better than that? Especially if you're betting a favorite. I've always said this. If I'm not ahead after five innings, I want my money back anyway. Thank you. F5 betting. And now with the run line, that's a half run spread, meaning an underdog gets a half run. And if the game is tied, you actually cash your bet. So I will pay a little bit of juice on those. I will pay for that half run. We're talking five inning games, only 15 outs. That run is precious. So take a look at the Cardinals early. Ah, man, I really do not like to bet sides and cores, so I'm not going to be a fraud and not take my own advice. But I do think Marcus Stroman should not be an underdog against anybody on the Colorado staff, even Herman Marquez, especially with kind of the, I think the offenses are a bit lopsided there. Chicago Cubs looking really good. They're doing a lot of things I like. Public not on them yet. I mentioned the Braves and the Padres. Kyle Wright is indeed an underdog, plus 100. I think the Braves win that one outright. And anytime you can get the Astros close to even money, I see them at minus 120 against Marco Gonzalez. We know the Astros eat lefties. I think that's a viable play as well. So bam, boom. How do you like that? All that and the bag of chips there on this good Friday. I think we just made it a great Friday. Everyone, enjoy the holiday weekend. Be safe out there, friends and family, regardless of dogma one thing should be universal let's be good to each other let's be patient and it's easy to get offended it's very hard to not be offended work harder on not being offended that will go a long way you'll find some of the lessons that you learn here that we apply to baseball will work in your real life as well so make sure you rate review and subscribe to the audio channel podcast please hit the like button on youtube subscribe if you want, check out the other work. I think some of that uh, Fantasy Baseball Picks and Bets playlist, those player breakdowns are still pretty pertinent. A lot of advanced stuff in there. A lot of ways to understand what we're doing. Make sure you download the Jock Market app. That bad boy is free. $100 matched for free. I'm giving you the names. You don't have to overextend. The $100 is more than enough to do damage. I turned $20 into $3,500. And now I'm up on the leaderboard Every single day, if you want more of what we're doing here, the inimitable Patty Mayo was nice enough to allow me to offer you my work, and it's all free. I'm coming at you every single day. Just follow MLB Moving Averages. I also have a Patreon page, but don't, you know, suck your teeth. It's free. It's just a place to host everything where I can put links and spreadsheets and audio and everything that I want. It's on Patreon at, ML, you know, MLB Moving Averages. All the links are on Twitter. Again, you only tip what if you can. It's just to keep the lights on and to improve the production. You're getting a starting pitcher matrix every single day. I run the algo on every single game. I do a quick little write-up. I provide the bets of the day with the total. So you're getting not only picks, but you're also getting strategy. I run a daily parlay every day. We'd probably do a three or a four-leg parlay. A little bit of excitement. Those are generally strong algorithm hits that were juiced up, right? Let's say think about teams like... The Giants, right? So I'm, I'm not going to pay minus 150 for standalone plays. I don't do that. So I'll throw them in the in the bucket, in the little parlay with the little daily parlay. We get a dime on those, right? 0.10 units. Again, there's a time and a place for all kinds of risks. I'm not really a parlay guy, but for a tenth of a unit, $10 in that stack of 1,000. I have found that it can be profitable over the long term, and that's what this is all about. So thanks so much from everybody at Cork Stats and the Mayo Media Network. Please enjoy the holiday weekend. Be safe out there. I know I'll be looking for plastic eggs until uh, I'm ready to puke chocolate bunnies. So 
from the big dude. I really appreciate you. Really can't thank you enough. Get in the comments. Hit us with the feedback. I am working around the clock for you. Because this means the world to me. So, remember, enjoy those games. Enjoy your day. And when we're done with the book, enjoy that pay, man. When you work this hard, it just feels a lot less like luck winning, don't it? Peace, yo. Thank <laughs> you.